I got a Madison Jones. I got a Madison Jones. I got a Madison Jones. Oh, baby. I don't know any more words to that song, but I'm going to peel back the curtain. The only regret I've ever had doing the podcast, like there'll be times where two weeks later, I'll be like, oh, that's the bit we should have done for like the, the, the plot. Like that would have cracked it even quicker or better. The only thing I've stayed mad about since we've started this podcast was not making that joke for Space Jam 2 Order of the Phoenix. And that was episode two. Yeah. You've that been is, on that for three years, four yeah. years. I said that like, I'll think of stuff like that and be like, okay, well we came with a movie in 45 minutes. I'm not like, it, it rolls right off my back after thinking about it. That's the only bit I've been angry about for the whole podcast was that I didn't think about that joke in time. I, I'll, I'll challenge you on that. I don't think that's the only bit you've been angry. <laughs> no, first, it's the only thing I've remained. Your regret. About. It's yeah. your biggest regret. It's the only thing that like, there have been things there have been co-hosts i've been angry at uh-huh. it's just this is the long i've not <laughs> remained <Cooper>. angry <laughs> jesse cooper. no jesse cooper's not a co-host they're an enemy of the podcast oh yeah 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 yeah. okay um but mike i got a madison jones take it to the jam I got a madison jones. who's ready to slam <laughs> have i told you about slamilton i don't think so somebody took the space jam and they tried to recut it but they like put some of the music to the opening of hamilton and then intercut mm. it with the like lyrics it's actually the first bit is very good everybody get up it's time to slam now we got a real jam going down welcome to the space jam here's your chance do your dance at the space jam all right We did it. We did it. We did it, man. We we actually did it. Uh, we we sold an, we sold another one of our scripts. HBO reached out to us. They're like, "Hey, the internet really wants this Space Jam two thing. Like everybody wants it." Um, uh, the their only caveat is that we have to do it with LeBron James because the internet wants that as well. So because of a previous tell all episode released by this podcast we were not invited to be part of the production of the movie um so we don't we won't really have a lot of behind the scenes tidbits or stories or gossip uh we're pretty much gonna be well actually um we um i i i knew i knew we needed to do this episode after we heard that we sold the space jam 2 script uh mm-hmm. space jam 2 order the phoenix script to hbo max um we heard uh i i um and we that we heard that we weren't going to be allowed on set because of the reggie netflix uh christmas chronicles debacle mm-hmm. i'm like we need to have someone on here we need to get some inside scoop of like what's going on what was production like what was uh what was rupert grant like on set we need the those tidbits right mm-hmm. uh so i reached out and we got him we got uh, we got him we got him Daniel HBO Max, pivotal figure in all HBO Max and HBO affiliated property decisions, mm-hmm. has 
agreed to be on the show uh, and join us for this commentary. Really? And he uh, and he's here today. He's oh, here today. Excellent. Daniel, come in. Hey, guys, what's up? Oh, no. It's me, Daniel HBO Max. Oh no! Everybody's favorite streaming service. I can't wait to see how what Daniel HBO Max's voice is like in five minutes. Oh, what are you talking? That's a weird thing to say. What do you mean? I mean, you're a pretty weird guy, Daniel. HBO I'm an Max. extreme guy. I got you're- all your favorites, like Succession, the mm-hmm. DC Universe, mm-hmm. other stuff. I mean, you're wearing a Harley Quinn outfit. Not, oh, yeah. Not I'm like a, a big, shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Margot Robbie and Kaylee Kuko fan. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. I've already forgotten your first name. Daniel. I'm Daniel HBO Max. I see. So, the, like, family name. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it's a family name. Um. But kids, you did it. You sold a script. We made it. And I'm here to join you on this wonderful commentary. But there's some news I have to break it. I have to break uh-huh. to you all. Okay. Yeah, what's what's that? What's that? We had to make some changes. <laughs> we had to make some changes. <laughs> I just want to take this moment sorry, to apologize I'm sorry, to everyone. Daniel, I'm sorry, Daniel HBO Max. I don't mean to laugh at you. It's just, uh, yeah, um, this has happened to us before. What what kind of changes? <laughs> no, this hasn't happened to us before. Yeah, no, the, Reggie Netflix totally screwed us, right? Yeah, like that's before, not what right? I'm talking was... about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the thing is about the changes. I don't know if you've been on the internet lately, but. Harry Potter and Harry Potter related things, not so not spicy anymore, you know? Uh, turns out, J.K. Rowling, total turf. Well, um, Daniel, I appreciate you being here. Uh, Madison, why don't you ask Daniel some questions? So what are your days like, Daniel HBO Max? Like, what do you do? What's the day-to-day? Oh, you know, um, just trying to figure out, like, what the next hot ticket is, you know, um, we just we we've done the uh, the L word new generation. We got the gossip girl new generation. What's the next new generation of an old show that we could do with a new cast with some of the same characters involved? Oh, yeah. And what's uh, what's one that you've done? We're thinking about doing Seventh Heaven again. But instead of um, a family of um, Christians, we're going to do a family of Satanists. But it's still going to star the dad and Jessica Biel is going to be involved again. You're going to get the dad back? Yeah. Isn't he pretty not spicy these days? Is he? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Look, I'm not going to bring the the vibe down. I'm pretty sure the dad's kind of unspicy. Oh, no. I didn't know this. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, hold on. This is looks- this is why I come on shows like this to get the hot scoop on which which yeah. uh, actors, act, actresses, well, and TV people aren't aren't spicy anymore, or are spicy. And uh, 
And another first for the podcast, we actually have a call in. It looks like the Crypt Keeper is on the line with some questions for Daniel and HBO Max. Oh, very interesting. Uh, uh, hey, Crypt Keeper, welcome back to the Equalizers. Do you have some questions for Daniel HBO Max? Hello. <laughs> It is uh, 4 a.m. here down in hell. Um, this isn't a good time to call. What do you want? I just, we have Daniel HBO Max here. Uh, we're doing our uh, Space Jam A New Legacy live commentary. I didn't know if you had any questions for him. Oh, no. I'm only a Paramount Plus member. I don't oh, get into uh, uh, okay. HBO. I'm, well, I, I don't like the Turner Classic movies too much. I'm more of a shutter and paramount plus kind of person you know well i'll tell you what madison i have opened up the phone so like why don't you go ahead and start the movie and here in like an hour maybe give us a call back and we'll see if we hear from you maybe count nolula has some some thoughts as well we'll 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 open the phones up to some of oh, our I friends love count nolula i want to talk to him for at least 20 minutes <laughs> all right well let's you know as you know it's 4 a.m in hell which means it's daylight, so he's actually going to be asleep for a little while longer. But we'll give him a call here in a little bit. Cool, cool, cool. I'll call back at 420. Blaze it. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Nice talking to you, Crypt Keeper. Reggie, have you ever worked with the Crypt Keeper? You're not Reggie. I hate Daniel. that guy. He's a total chode. <laughs> okay. We should probably start the movie soon. What? No, you don't. You don't want to just call up more people that um, you've had on we'll the call, show before. Yeah, we can do that throughout the episode. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. We, it's almost like I'm maybe saving these as comedy lifelines <laughs> as the movie's oh, going along. Oh, interesting. Because Daniel, uh, let's just be honest with me. How how strongly do you feel about really maintaining this energy for an hour and fifty five minutes at least? We'll see. <laughs> yeah. So we'll. Uh, <laughs> We'll maybe use those as a little few, as a few comedy lifelines. Just call in some of our old friends, and uh, I know Richard Harris is is loves this movie, so we can maybe get him back. We got Count Noyla, the Crypt Keeper, uh, Madison Claus is a big fan of our show, so like we can you know we can have a few call ins as we go along. That'd be fun. This is an interesting energy you're bringing to the show. Why are you bringing all this up, Mike? I don't um, I just. I yeah I don't know I said fine you know what I will only exclusively talk to to Daniel HBO Max at length for another two hours. Oh I'm I'm here in too though. Long you know, discursive you should, sentences. You should, oh no 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 you, no. Should, you should check Apparently, in with me every so often. Oh maybe we'll see. You know I, I thought about <laughs> taking some of the energy off of Daniel HBO Max, but seems like that's a fuck me. So, well yeah. we should we should use him since he's here. We have he is very a precious little time. Like normally, yeah, I know. his throat is resanding itself down to nothing. No, I think it's just like that. I think it's calloused over over the years. Um, All right, fair enough. Well, then I'll, um, I'll ask him deep probing questions that have long discursive sentence answers. Yeah, like I said, kids. Yeah, we had to make some changes. I'm here to right. answer any questions that you have sure. during it. Um, we understand your disappointment, but uh, again, Harry Potter. Not gonna touch it too much, sure. just because uh, of just the, the Quidditch aspect. That's like a main crux of the movie. Yeah, we'll see. Um, that's not promising. No, um, but you know, let's start the movie. All right. Well, then we're all gonna hit play on Space Jam in three, two, one, play.
This is a very somber new like WB. Like you see the, like the wavy yellow line over like the the WB lot, and now it's like makes the water tower in the lot look like a ghost town. Yeah, uh, you'll find that this is a okay. deeply depressing story. <laughs> okay, so we wanted well, to set the vibe up top. I, I will say it's a bold choice to take a beloved children's film, Space Jam, which Michael Jordan plays basketball with the Looney Tunes, <laughs> to make it. Sad. Yeah, well, if you actually think back to Space Jam, the first one is a very dark movie about That's a, true. a man who's been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. We fact checked. LeBron actually had that backpack when he was a kid. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is I'm looking forward to this aspect, actually, Daniel, these fact checks will be good. Yeah. Feel free to throw those out at any time. Oh, I don't know. I don't have the facts. I wasn't allowed on set. That old Game Boy cost us five thousand dollars. <laughs> now, is it true that the kid who, from uh, Christmas Chronicles that forced his way into the movie attempted to force his way into this movie as well? Yeah, uh, we had to like really we had a special security force to make sure that kid never got on set. Reggie warned me about him. Now, what do I know? I only know from? a little bit about uh, <clears throat> basketball, so I don't know what ISO means, but I'm assuming everybody watching does. Wow, this is a lot of uh, pressure to put on a, an 11-year-old child, don't you think? Mm-hmm. So are we going to cut to, uh, and Daniel, you could probably answer this better. I assume we're going to smash cut to the revelation of him as an adult in which his father was murdered. Uh, no, we didn't actually um, include that part. Did that happen in LeBron James's life? No, that happened, happened in, in Michael, Michael Jordan's. Jordan's. Yeah. As much as I hate to admit it, this effect is pretty cool over the the um, introduction yeah. montage here of the lighting. Yeah, it's kind of like the first one, right? You know, you get kind of his bit. like history. Although the, many, the song many sounds teams LeBron James has played for. The song sounds more Keenan and Kel than Space Jam, though. You'll find that this is the best song in the movie. Oh, boy. Yeah, we really had to cut cost on the music. 
If anything, I'm going to... He's literally played... Go yeah. ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to call this the treachery of LeBron James. I mean... He's literally played for every single team. <laughs> At the NBA? Loyal LeBron is not. <laughs> Did you ever have hoop dreams, Daniel? Uh, I had actually coop dreams. I always dreamed of raising chickens in my backyard. Uh, let's see. Forgot uh forgot the the unwritten rule of sports families. All all disputes must be solved via sport. Yeah. Um I feel like being LeBron's kid, it's like oh, the, it's a lot to live up to, right? Like I <laughs> like if you're gonna play basketball, you probably have to be like living it twenty four seven, right? I wow. Okay. Okay, that was kind That's of a pretty good joke. I like that joke. You can tell these aren't his actual kids and our actors because they're acting around him, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Acting in circles around him, to be honest. And the follow-up. It's really weird because this isn't his actual family, so they had to take all these pictures and then hang him up. As if they are his family. He needs a dad.
Oh, we're back on the Warner lot. Okay. Well, under the Warner lot. Oh, we're going deeper. Do you live on the Warner lot, Daniel? I have a bunk. A bunk? Yeah, you know the uh you know the uh the Warner Brothers water tower? Oh. That's that kid. Okay. I wonder where the other kid was going to come up. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. We're really excited about the toy possibilities of the Pete character. Uh, yeah, that seems like a mistake. Um, when they pitched him, they're like, what if he's like a blue turtle without a body? Yeah. I... <laughs> what? You know... The server verse. The pocket universe that Warner Brothers invented. (laughs) Daniel, be honest with me. How much of this movie is Don Cheadle being horny for LeBron James? Oh, so so horny. He was all about it. Um, We actually had to ask him to tone it down a bit. Gotcha. Now, this is real magic that Don Cheadle (laughs) is doing. This isn't special (laughs) effects. He just has these abilities. That probably saved you a lot of money in CGI. Oh, boy. Just Don't get too excited. More Don't just... get too excited. Uh, Sarah Silverman is. This is a throwaway role. Sure. Sweet Aquaman poster. Yeah, you know everybody's favorite superhero movie, Aquaman. Are you taking questions on Aquaman or just Space Jam? Oh, please, just Space Jam. Gotcha. Okay. Not that I haven't watched Aquaman. We really wanted to paint a good picture of how video game making works. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh-huh. come up with the video game, come up with a video game, we 
we uh, we contacted our uh, most knowledgeable eighty year olds. <laughs> can I just can I just say, Daniel? My favorite part of this so far has been watching this movie silently and every time I share, and I just can't wait for what's coming next. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. This is my baby. This is the thing that... Uh, I'm sorry, this um, is what? Whose baby is this? This is my baby. I thought... I'm pretty sure this is our pitch. Oh, I mean, when I came across this script, I'm like, oh, yes, this is gonna... This is gonna be a hit. We we birthed the baby. You nursed it into the full feature-length film we see before us. I breastfed the baby. Yeah. (laughs) Basketball. Oh. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh yeah. We're 15 minutes in. Us. Where are the Looney Tunes? <laughs> Daniel, at this point of this movie and you being on the show, I doubt you're ever thinking the same thing I am. Oh, boy. Great name, right? Great name. I'm just, I'm struggling to see our movie in here. I'm kind of worried about what, what you breastfed our baby. Like I said, we had to make some changes. The turf thing. I mean, we kind of pitched a movie... Now pay attention real close to this. I <laughs> can't wait. Pay attention real close. Uh, right. Okay. So these are this is the page master sequence where we look at the ceiling and see all the worlds we're going to move through. Yeah, the only way the studio oh, would sign off on it is if we heavily remembered all if we heavily referenced all the other properties that Warner Brothers owns. So that was the amount of Harry Potter we could comfortably put in the movie. Uh, there's a little bit more. Cryptkeeper, get out of here. We thought you left. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is that they were going to put LeBron in a bunch of classic movies that mm-hmm. people recognize and redistribute them, I guess. Oh, man. That sounds like I'm questioning it myself, but uh, it all makes a lot of sense. Look at that suit. I like that suit. I could pull off a, a silver suit, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. You're a good friend.
It's weird that they somehow wrote in my critiques of the idea of this movie before I even made them. They really tapped into something there. Yeah. They actually stole this from the security footage when they pit when they pitched LeBron James the movie of this this movie. You know, computer stuff. Yeah, Stevie. Is Stevie Jobs, uh, like yourself, Daniel, a uh, disgraced cousin of the Jobs family? Yeah, he would. Stevie Jobs had all the same ideas as Steve Jobs, but he wanted to call it Plum. Oh, boy. It's weird that they're having this family moment in the yeah. middle of this business meeting. Also, it's weird that the kid is even there. <laughs> Why is he there? I don't know. I really want that bronze dot from the Animaniacs that's behind. Do you see that? No, that's amazing. This is now Cheetle Jam. It's very believable that these two people can just roam around the Warner Brothers lot. and I mean, it's LeBron James. That's true. Burn. Yep. You know, computer stuff. Yeah. Sorry, Daniel, I know I don't have too many questions for now. I'm sure once we get into like the meat of the film, I'll have some more some more questions. No, I mean questions. I mean this is the probably hardest part to follow in the movie. Uh so I I recommend paying close attention.
we also own Wizard of Oz. Gotcha. I thought you were going to tell me you own Ali G, the Sasha Baron Cohen character. I'll have to check that maybe we may. <laughs> oh, I hate that jacket. It worked as like a suit, but as like a denim jacket. As a velour yeah, denim just, jacket. We just took Don Cheeto out back and sprayed him with a metallic spray paint for a little bit. Whatever he was wearing that day. Yeah. What a great line. Mm -hmm. Are all computers like this? You think? You think all computers are like this? Again, uh, right, I'm magic sorry. man, don't okay. you? Yeah, hey, the don't you to write his own done. jokes, too. Yes, he did. There's your Harry Potter. A little bit more. Again, cannot stress this enough. Gotta remind everybody the properties that Warner Brothers owns. I mean, Disney owns everything at this point, so... I mean, that was pretty good. Don't like that. 
I'll tell you what. I'll say this for the movie, Daniel. Uh, we're at 26 minutes. That's it's moving. Hey. We hate Kevin Hart at Warner Brothers. Who has awoken me from my slumber? The ancient god of Bugs Bunny. Uh, it's kind of cool how LeBron James is just accepting of, okay, yes, I'm in Looney Tunes world now. Hey, Daniel, who's voicing uh, Bugs Bunny without Googling it? I said without Googling it. For sure, it's not Billy West. Uh, Abe something. Wild to me that all of the Looney Tunes are like bottom of the IMDb page. Similar to the first Space Jam. Yeah, that's true. Is that Mega Man? No, I don't remember. Jeff Berkman. Yeah, when I said Abe, I meant Jeff. Uh huh. Wow, so we're going to do, like, the Muppets movie also. Yep, it's going to be a real road trip collecting everybody. Um, and I know what you're thinking. This is a Space Jam movie. When are we going to play basketball? But uh, you have to wait a little bit. I mean, to be fair, the first Space Jam wasn't just, like, lousy with basketball.
Again, Don Cheadle was just wearing that that day. Oh, there's the space, I guess. There's the space. I guess disk space, server space. Yeah, it's kind of like a a digital space. Hey, Daniel, solve a solve a um a bet for me and Madison. What's the more crucial part of Space Jam, space or jam? It's definitely the jam part, right? We got to jam as much content and properties in one movie as possible. That's I, the part. You know what? For Space Jam 1, I believe I came down on the side of space. You have sold me on Space Jam 2. That jam is the more important part. Yeah, you just got to jam as many references and uh characters from other things that we own into a single movie Great bet. <laughs> what does he have a dog? He had a dog. He had oh. a dog in the cartoon. This is Madison talking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone knows. I, yeah, I, I said that. I, I always... Um, we cut it out of most of the episodes, but mm-hmm. um, I always kind of start every sentence is that, that this is Madison talking right now. I also um, should elaborate for anyone who noticed or cares. We are also cutting out Toby Maguire from the end of every one of our sentences. Yeah, he reached out to us and um, uh, mm-hmm. threatened to sue us. Mm-hmm. Daniel, how does how does the HBO Max family uh, feel about Toby Maguire? He's our third favorite Spider-Man. Who's your first favorite Spider-Man? Oh. Hmm. It's interesting considering all of them were technically Sony properties. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not as knowledgeable. Uh, it's probably Tom Holland number one and whoever voiced him in the PS1 Spider-Man games. Gotcha. Burn. Again, LeBron James, the most disloyal man in basketball. Mm-hmm. Look at where you started. This is our reference to Stevie Jobs. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you and Stevie Jobs get along as fellow like um, black sheep members of the great dynasties? Yeah, we have a poker. Uh, we have a poker night every Sunday. Oh yeah, with, who, else, uh, who else attends? Uh, Su- Susan Quibby joins us. Uh-huh. Uh, no, a la 
your name is this a similarly not the susan quibby who runs yeah uh her name's actually Susie quibby well i guess actually uh, as far as quibby's fall from grace it could be the susan quibby yeah um timmy voodoo uh-huh. uh David Ciso. We saw, uh, for the plot, uh, with, uh, Ali G and the son, we just kind of copy and pasted the plot of hook and just uh, controlled replace the names The studio went back and forth about uh, what Bugs Bunny's plot should be, and it, we decided on not respecting his friends' boundaries of wanting to move on in their lives. That makes sense. tracks oh there's your harry potter again
starting to think maybe we shouldn't respect Daffy Duck's boundaries. Yeah, it seems kind of like he uh, is basically gaslighting Metropolis into letting him into the mm-hmm. the Justice League. can you believe alfred from uh, alfred batman's butler takes the train I saw this in the trailers. This one makes me really happy. Oh my god. Something for the adults. Oh. Oh. Pretty visceral, right? Yeah. My anus just closed. Got him. the logical place to put Foghorn Leghorn in Westeros as Daenerys as Daenerys oh no Jesus. Some say maybe we shouldn't have put a uh, actual gun and bullets and, and gunfight in a kids movie, but you know, you know what I say to that? Please, please finish that thought. Let's do it. 
gekauft. Oh, did you like that joke? Yeah, I don't like know that why. Joke? That really got me. <laughs> yeah. I forgot they got Zendaya for Lola. I like Zendaya. I just don't know why they didn't go with a actual like voice actor. With all the adult references so far, we really need to get some young people in on this sure. movie. So we had to get Zendaya. Okay, so Space Jam, the original one, is canon in this universe. Yes, this is officially a sequel. So I as heard of from, that moment. So I haven't heard from you in a little while, Reggie, or Daniel, rather. I was worried you had to go. Don't don't confuse me with Reggie. Yeah, I know. I, it's just that he had so many different personas that, like... Yeah, he's a real shape changer. He's like a Doppler. From the Witcher series. We don't own that. That's a Reggie joint. <laughs> now you notice we already went to DC Universe. And now we're there again. It's almost like we ran out of properties to visit or something. Almost seems like you're trying to separate Wonder Woman from the DC Universe. Which is not great. Yeah, notice they're also in a comic book where the other ones were TV shows and movies. Notice Pepe Le Pew was not on the list. Yeah.
but not a problematic one. Yeah, not a problematic turf wizard. Like some. <laughs> Again, play close attention to this part. This is how video games work. I have additional questions. Shoot. No, just the idea of this is so awesome. Your phone can scan anybody's phone that's a camera, but respect his privacy. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense when you really think about it. When you really think about it hard, it makes a lot of scientific sense. It may have been your father, but you weren't your daddy. I'll be your dad. Did that? Is Pete coming? Yeah. Pete just orgasmed. It was uh, um, another back and forth decision, but we decided to go with it. Gotcha. Which side were you on? The coming Pete. I mean, the plot needed him to come. You know, the whole movie wouldn't have made sense if he didn't. Hey, get it? Get it? Get it? That was deeply stupid. Wild. (laughs) 
God. I mean, this is already somehow loonier than the original. Or equally as loony. I think this this has become as long of a montage as the first one. Also, I'll say Madison, this has as much of the grandma character as you wanted. Yeah, it does. And they made the great decision to give her a bunch of cocaine before every shoot, so... This seems like an essential scene. You see that guy? Yeah. That's Reggie Netflix. Hey, Daniel, whose decision was it to give him real people teeth? Uh, that was Daniel Radcliffe's decision. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he was, even though he's not in the movie, uh, he was heavily involved gotcha. in uh, a lot of the um, the creative choices. And he was like, oh, yeah, let's give Pete some uh, crooked, uh, crooked uh, people, people chompers. Teeth. Yeah, people chompers. Fuck you, Pete. The team really enjoyed, uh, you know, in the Sonic movie when Jim uh-huh. Carrey was dancing a lot in his little like private space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we decided to include a little bit of that here. Sounds like Don Cheadle's maybe working out some personal stuff. Yeah, this wasn't in the script. He just ran up to this boy, started yelling in his face about dads and power, and uh, we just kind of kept it in the movie because we just needed to fill time. Yeah, that sucks.
He's a child, Don Cheadle. So, Mike, I have a question for you. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think the lesson at the end of this movie is going to be? Uh, with everything that is set up at this point versus the fundamentals of basketball versus uh, the video game wackiness of uh, Dom's strategy. I mean, probably a lesson. I mean, there's a happy medium, I think, of some rules, some kooky. I mean, they're going to be meeting at an Outback Steakhouse where it's no rules, just right. But, uh, yeah, I think... um, He's definitely going to learn to have fun again, and the kid's going to learn to work hard, probably. Interesting, interesting. That's really great that you got that at this point in this at the, in the movie. Um, it's almost like you don't have to watch the rest of it or something. Uh, but you know what? Let's let's just see where it goes. I want to know if he actually does this. Maybe he does. I mean, it's kind of like the Michael Jordan thing about wearing the shorts. Hey, Mike. Favorite Looney Tune, real fast. Yeah. Favorite Looney Tune. Are you asking or are you going to say your favorite? I'm going to, I'm asking. Oh, um, I mean, probably Bugs Bunny, but uh, generally I like Foghorn Leghorn's voice and the style, the way he talks, but. Something for the adults. Sorry. I just had to, I just had to interrupt. I get that vibe. I, th- I could see you liking Foghorn Leghorn. Um, and, but yeah, mine's probably Marvin the Martian. I think it's like. I like his vibe. I like his, his style and his like, or his like design. Well, we're at about an hour. Do you think we should try calling um, calling some of our friends to see what they think of the movie so far? Sure. All right. Well, the phone lines are open. Let's see. Uh, it does look like Madison Claus has called in to uh, first, you know, here. This is the first one to call in uh, to give their thoughts on the first hour of this movie. Ho, ho, ho! What is this? Is this Ready Player One? Oh, it's pretty close. It's Madison Claus. Uh, hey, Madison Claus, who's your favorite Looney Tune? Oh, it's got to be the Big Red Monster Guy. Oh, that's a good point. Why is it the Big Red Monster Guy? Because uh, he's hot. I hate everything that's happening at this moment. 
Yeah, you know, because when people think of Looney Tunes, they think of like some 3D digital model stuff. Um, you know, the the old drawn versions are just uh, just hackney, right? What the hell is going on? This is a choice. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to distract from your... What do you think of the movie so far? Oh, you know, you just think... You would just think they'd be playing basketball more at this point, you know? Um, yeah, it's... The first one was, you know, like 90 minutes. There wasn't a lot of basketball, but there also wasn't a lot of movie. True. I think almost the first one only had about 20 minutes left at this point. They'd already drank Mike's secret stuff. Um, and they... Oh, here we go. Well, Madison Claus, I'll let you go because uh, we're getting ready for the big action. Madison, I don't know if you see any of the other callers calling in, but if you do, shout them out. I will let Madison Claus go, though, as we're about to get to the the big Ready Player oh, One action. Oh, oh, I don't remember any of the characters that we've had before. Why don't you shout them out? You you can see it. Sure. Let me uh, let me enjoy some of the fun references here, and then we'll. We'll get account Nolula on the phone. Account uh, Nolula, welcome to the welcome to the commentary. What do you what, what are you thinking so far? Uh, oh, uh, my children of the night, yes. How we love the basketball, and how we hate this movie. Uh, what's the worst part of it so far? So far, almost all of it's been said during the day. It's burning my eyes. That's a good point. You're not really a day. Uh, um, my retinas a, a day are well done at this point. I'm sorry. I got to uh, interrupt yeah. here. Um, I just want everyone to appreciate the background characters that are uh, filling up the space like it. From it, the Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch, it, uh, the see. nun from the nun, uh, the flying see. monkeys from Wizard of Oz, this Ocean Airways plane. I hope there wasn't a fire. Yes. Let's see. Who else see? There's some. Looks like um, the Flintstones characters. There's. Let's see. I see some wacky racers. I see. Don't miss Space Ghost. Space Ghost is back there. I did that one time. Daniel, have you ever fallen down an elevator shaft? Uh, no, but I have fallen up an escalator before. Oh, let's talk about that. I landed right on my throat. Ooh. That's why I sound like this. That makes a lot of sense. Let's see. 
I see some men in black characters, I think. Don't miss the clockwork orange, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go now. Uh, I've got some Cognolia stuff to do. You know, vampire business. Hey, thanks for coming, Count Noya. Enjoy the rest of the movie. It's only eight more months till Valentine's Day. I'm getting ready for it. Let's see who else there is. Oh, so he's the White Knight character. Okay. Yeah, you know, he's uh, uh, he's Newman. He's the Newman of this one. <laughs> Wayne Knight just shows up, walks up behind him with a shovel, hands it to him, and is like, I know the golf course, let's go. Let's see who else I see. I'm seeing a lot less CGI characters in the close-up shots. Dumb name. Great line. <laughs> I have altered the deal. Pray I do not alter it further. That's They're right. I am here to Darth Vader. Amazing. Hello, Mike, no. Madison, Daniel. Hello. What do you think of the movie? Hey, Darth I, Vader, yeah. what's your favorite Looney Tune? My favorite Looney Tune is Lola Bunny. What do you think of her new design? I'm for it. I think it's weird people sexualize a rabbit. Totally, right? Yeah. I also think Don Cheadle is too proud of the serververse. It pales in comparison to the force. Hey, Daniel, uh, are you taking pictures for the next Space Jam movie? Because it's basketball, yeah, hit me. but with the force. Oh, okay. So it's just a bunch of Jedis moving and the And no one has the around. high ground. It's very specific. No oh, one okay. has the high ground. Very even it's always, field. It's just a... A deeply inclining basketball court as the game goes on. No, nope, it's, it's extremely straight. Just very flat. Okay. I guess that would make more sense for nobody having the high ground. Yeah. Uh... If you, note, if you look real closely at the background characters of some of our properties, you notice some are just digitized, like, 
we took them their models and actions out of the movies that they were in for half of them and then for the other half uh we went to a spirit halloween on november 1st and just got some of the leftover costumes and put a bunch of extras in them and then put them in the crowd Let's see, there, there's some flight attendants, some doctors, some firemen um, that were just vaporized away. Um, some really essential workers that are just um, got pulled out of whatever they were doing uh, to come watch this and probably endang endangering whatever situation they were in before by not being there anymore. Is that made of water? It's really, it's really interesting that the uh, that those are real basketball players representing those characters. Um, that they really put their reputation and likeness on the line for this movie. They really went all in uh, to be the bad guys. I mean, to be fair, I've never heard of any of them. I think that they're probably just friends of LeBron. Yeah, probably. So, Daniel, did you make a cameo in the movie at all? Or were they also, were you blocked from set as well? I'm in the Iron Giant's stomach. <laughs> gotcha. Are you like, are you on stilts, whatever, and the, like green tennis balls at the ends and everything? Like, Yeah. I can jump higher than that with the power of the force. Oh, Darth Vader, you're still here. Yes. I didn't excuse myself, and you haven't asked me to leave. Oh, get the fuck out of here. No. What are you doing? Right. Wow. Very rude. You have yeah. failed. <laughs> I find your lack of manners disturbing. Well, goodbye then. I'm not even going to say goodbye. Wow. Can you all believe that guy? What? Can you all believe that guy, Darth Vader, I, just showing up? I mean, I yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah, I won't. I won't invite any more friends of mine. Yeah, I'll just I mean, invite your friends. No, no, it's fine to invite friends, but like, I don't know. Me and Darth Vader don't get along, as you know. It seems uh, like you and a lot of people I invite on the show don't end up getting along. I like Count Noyola. Count Noyola is great. 
Maybe we'll see if um, Dragon Sword's available. Oh my god. You can invite Dragon Sword if you want. At this point, I'm not actually watching the movie anymore. I'm kind of just looking in the background to see yeah, like what Robin. characters they've. A uh, very old Robin, like a very old Robin. Very clearly, a twenty-year-old man in a Robin costume, and that's yeah. Oh boy, the they are literally spirit Halloween costume. <laughs> There's a mask. There's a blurry the mask back there. You know what's also very weird? The crowd is very close to watching to the There's court too. Yeah. Like There's a clockwork orange very... guys. Yeah. The crowd is also just like super fucking like pumped and excited consistently. They're just like fist pumping. There's yeah. a Bernie Rebel back there that just clapping like his heart out. The Mr. Freeze costume is just truly horrible. I'll have to go back and look for it later. It is, there's like a prosthetic nose on the guy.
White Walker. Uh huh. I think we own Back to the Future. I'm not sure about that. We probably do. Hey. Again, canonically a sequel. Yeah. only LeBron was a better dad mm -hmm. none of this would have happened Really? That's right. That's right. I... Michael B. Jordan, of course. God damn it. <laughs> gotcha. I should have seen that sooner. I. It's I pretty was, good bit. Pretty good bit. Yeah. I hate everyone. Uh, get, let me know how you're feeling. No, what do you, you know, think about this? Honestly, just stop talking for a little bit, Daniel HBO Max. Are you sure? Yeah, I just I, I'm here to answer any questions you may have. What possessed you to do this? 
you know, we were looking at the two names and Michael B. Jordan has the same name as Michael Jordan, so. And he was available. Interesting that LeBron James had to put the same sort of pressure he was on Looney Tunes to learn his lesson that yeah, about not to put the uh, not not to treat his son in such a horrible way and expecting him just to be a carbon copy of himself. Interesting way to get to that lesson. I mean, yeah, it is like a story. It's like fiction, so. I get it. Like, if this was a better movie, I wouldn't be as, like, down on that aspect of it. But that resolute, like revelation it was very wild. Like, it seems like he had it three times this movie. And it's just the first time it really sunk in. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry, I recognize that purple hippo from... Um, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Yeah. Unrelated, did you get that thing I sent you? (laughs) That's the joke he makes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Buckle yourself in for a wild next 10 minutes. I know it took an hour and 22 minutes, but it's actually going to get. Wow, there's only 20 minutes left in this whole movie. Good Lord. Get ready for some big choices, some big choices. Yeah, little does people know the big monster guy has no bones. He's just a, a lot sponge of in there. energy. Yeah. God.
Oh my god. I've never been more embarrassed to be watching something or being embarrassed for a movie before. It just keeps going. It is. Tweety right there at the end was very funny. So, uh, so I got a question. Who do you think that was for? You think it's for the the older people in the audience or the kids? Who who? Well, who do you think we were aiming for that bit? <laughs> who do you think we were going for? I don't. I've a long time ago. I just accepted this movie is actually for no one. Something brings me joy that um, for a lot of these lines, LeBron James was just on a on an empty, like kind of a barren set yeah. on a, in a green screen, just like making these lines. And like something brings me joy that he would he was in, oh, on wow. a green screen just going. Bleh. Wow. Sorry. Bob, big Bobby Knight reference there. Yeah. Big Bobby Knight reference, you know, for the kids. Again, LeBron James was just in a in on a green screen doing these yeah. doing these gestures. So at least like at least Michael Jordan presumably was playing basketball with people in like green screen suits or something, because mm-hmm. like that's just the way CJ had it, but now it's like My favorite tune might be the, or my favorite bit from Looney Tunes might be the Wiley e. Coyote uh, mm-hmm. Roadrunner. It I is think I like those the most. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Of course. Hey. What's ninety six Wileys? Oh, here we go.
I see some pirates in the background. I don't really know Probably. what property they're from. Pirates of the Caribbean, is that? Or are they Paramount? Oh. Hey, Daniel, maybe. HBO Max, you would know. Uh, is, is, uh, <laughs> is, is Pirates of the Caribbean a Warner Brothers property? Hmm, uh-huh. let me think about that yep. for a second. Right, because she's the Matrix. Good lord. Wow, that's grotesque. Senior discount. Oh my god. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is, of course, a Disney franchise. Oh, yeah. Um, Sorry, I went into the Mind Palace for a second there. Um... guy's great there's Batman. you know God. yeah you know hey, for Jabberjaw. the background character yeah sorry there's the jetsons too barney rebel you know how i love me some Hanna barbera characters yeah you think um we are warner brothers and we own all the cartoon network flight of uh cartoons and stuff you think we would get some like Courage the Cowardly Dog, Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo, anything like that, but you know, something a little bit more timely and referenceable to now, but we decided against that. Yeah, like I said, I get like the like the Jetsons, the Flintstones, Mystery Inc., but like I don't know how many kids these days are aware of Jabberjaw. Right. Right. Again, Donald Cheadle just ran up to this kid and started yelling at him in this one scene, and we filmed it.
I can't wait for the sequel to the other one's like, hey, I'm actually really into carpentry and not baseball. Yeah, well, when I beat a tree at basketball, then I'll learn that lesson. <laughs> I have to beat I have to beat a personification of your interests in basketball before I can accept them. Yeah. Uh the next one is gonna be like, I don't know, Tiger Woods with like a like a Lord of the Rings LARPer kid. <laughs> And they're gonna have to fight a tree ant in, in golf. Okay. They're gonna have to defeat the armies of middle or of Mordor in in like eighteen holes at St. Andrews. Jesus. We're trapped here too. We're trapped here too. This all rides on on you to not make us trapped here anymore. That guy next to us, I was like, I'm not part. I feel like I'm part of this. I've been standing next to them for the whole game. There you go. Hey. Just in case your son had a change of heart. Granny made all of the jerseys. Yeah, probably. I mean, did you miss the part where she just did bullet time? That's true. (laughs) Hey. They're space ghosts. Just flying up there. Just fucking jabberjaw in the background. God. I'm sorry. That, I really appreciated that. Like, come back. I don't think so.
they should make an X-Men game where you like combine moves to like mm-hmm. score like a, an X-Men basketball game where you like combine like powers to do super moves. Be rad. That was it. That was a dig at Ralph Breaks the Internet. We were trying to really stick to Disney I with mean, that one. I don't know, because I think, like, also that is just a phrase. No, no, no. We were really trying to stick. I know. I was there in the room. Fair enough. You know, remember from the beginning of the movie? Foghorn Leghorn, just really ready, ready to have one of his friends disappear forever. (laughs) I really wanted to hear what the kid had to say after he said, I did the calculations. Like, I really want to know what his calculations were well, and what the, luckily, what the rest of that line luckily, was. Luckily, Madison, we have somebody here who was involved with the script process. Daniel, what was oh, next true. in that dialogue? Uh, uh, he he said he said something about, like, <laughs> uh, the hologram matrix uh-huh. uh, gets supercharged with uh, um, a data binary vortex code. So who do y'all think is going to win? Uh, probably the Clockwork Orange guys. Yeah, probably. They're they just going to come out there and beat everybody with a fucking cane. Yeah, they've been quietly building up uh, style points, like cheering style points. Uh, it's really the... look at that Voldemort in the background. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Bugs is sacrificing himself seemingly. Get your fucking heart out, Michael Jordan. I love how only half this scene is in slow-mo. There it is. Yeah, we went with the more realistic choice. 
oh, that makes sense. Everyone could have done that the entire time. Just pick those things up and throw them. Like, that was pre-established. The Walmart costumes in the background are just fucking killing me. It's so, there's like a fucking trinity back there. That's how he wanted to go out. Yep. Man, all those sentient characters just fucking died. Yeah. Brutal. And Bugs Bunny. Yeah. You know, a question I have is, um, you know how LEG... Yeah. You know how LEG, like digitized all the looney tunes into like 3d models and stuff a lot of like the flintstone characters and uh, jabba jaw everyone in the background is also that uh like why didn't they just change back why why aren't they cartoons right now i don't know see look they're just still like they're 3d models man nobody's just gonna talk about yeah i was like (laughs) an important lesson that we added here at the end. I like how you took on a little bit of the Bugs Bunny there for the first time. We said important. Yeah. Now I pushed for this brutal ending. We really need to have some stakes. Like, like there had to be a sacrifice. Uh huh. Was did you, were you did you push for an even more brutal ending, and they wouldn't let you because it's a kids movie? Or, I mean, I wanted a gory. There was a gorier cut. Gotcha. Yeah. Where can we see like Tammy and the T Rex? Where can we see the gore cut of Space Jam? Oh, uh, we're. Um, I'm uh, I'm making a deal with uh, Timothy Shutter. <laughs> Uh, about that to release that under the under the table. Oh God! 
you know i've heard clarence pornhub also releases some movies uh on that on his platform yeah yeah but they're the the money made made on that platform isn't as uh isn't as good as the timothy shutters LeBron really loves his fake family. Yeah. <laughs> of course. When you're LeBron James's kid, do you really need to go to basketball camp? Like what like your 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 everyday is basketball probably. Like Life is basketball camp, probably, right? Oh, shit, E3. You do have to take the basketball, though. Yeah, that's the kids why, are gonna ask, "What's with the basketball?" That's why one concession. Oh. Mm-hmm. What a burden to carry around with you all day. It's like oddly shaped too. Wait, what the fuck? I didn't sign off on this. When I left the room, I said the bunny dies. The bunny dies to give the movie some stakes. I did not. I did not sign off on him coming back. What the fuck? Wait, so Bugs Bunny just lives with LeBron LeBron James James in the real world now? This is fucked up. None of this makes any sense. None of this makes any sense. Ugh. I was fine with all the other changes, but not this. I'm 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 floored. Floored. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, kids. Are you apologizing to the audience that Bugs Bunny survived? Yes, I am. Alright, go ahead, we'll allow you to to um to stage your formal apology. I mean, it just made way more sense when Bugs Bunny died. Mm-hmm. It just made way more sense for the narrative when Bugs Bunny died. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to say. Um, well, we'll put up a poll when this episode goes out on Twitter uh, and we'll see if our listeners forgive you. Yeah, the poll will say. Should Bugs Bunny have died for real? No, no. The poll yes said, no. do you forgive Daniel HBO Max <laughs> that Bugs yeah, Bunny cause, survived? Because everyone will understand that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make a lot of sense. Yeah. Madison, none Jesus. of this makes sense. <laughs> it really doesn't. And uh, you know what, uh, Daniel HBO Max? I'm going to ask you to kindly leave. Yeah. I I thank you for your time. And oh, Jesus. Sorry, we're at the credit scene where it's Granny boxing, I think, Ronda Rousey. Um, we thank you for your time here, Daniel HBO Max, but it's time for you to kindly get the fuck out of it. the Equalizer Spunk. Yeah, I understand. 
It makes a lot of sense. Um, I really let everybody down. Um, and I'm going to go to church and ask for forgiveness for uh, everything uh, everything that just happened. I'm very, very sorry. All right. Well, like I said, we'll post a, a Twitter poll to see if anyone forgives you. But uh, All right. I'll look out for that. Do you have anything you want to plug before you go? Uh, everybody watch I May Destroy You starring Michaela Cole on HBO Max. It's probably one of the most powerful uh, narrative driven things we have on there. Right. Uh, also, so- Mayor of Easttown's pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna dissolve into the ether now. Bye. Bye, Daniel Chumax. What did I miss? <laughs> did you all like it? Uh, I no. just loved it. I didn't care for it, but what was your favorite part, Crypt Keeper? Mm-hmm. My favorite part was when uh, Tweety Bird called LeBron James a bad dad. Why is that your favorite to part? To his face. What was that? Why was that your favorite part? Uh, it just made a lot of sense. Um, it was a really great moment, and I just love the way Tweety Bird's voice sounds when he says the line. Who's your favorite Looney Tune? I don't think we asked you that when you were on previously. Oh, it's probably Sylvester. That tracks somehow. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the movie? I just love to eat birds. <laughs> that that's how many birds do you eat in a day? Oh, at least twelve. At least twelve birds a day. Yeah. You should probably stop that. You're probably depleting the bird population. The the marrow powers my magic. Oh, wow. Man, why did you stay away for so long? A little behind-the-scenes fact about the Crypt Keeper is that bone marrow powers all of my my shit. You know Daniel... Daniel. Sorry, he's gone. You know Madison. I'm not Daniel. I I am the Crypt Keeper. You know, Madison, this really turned less into a live commentary of Space Jam than you'll see and more into a cavalcade of our friends and previous guests. Yeah. It's weird how that happened. That means I'm anyway. kind of angry that I wasn't invited on earlier. Uh, Richard Harris is here. Oh, Richard, Richard Harris, welcome. Hello. Um, were you mad? Were you mad about the lack of Harry Potter stuff, or did you understand because of the turf stuff? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty cool with it. Uh, the turf cool, stuff, and cool. obviously it would have been Gambon. You know, he was the next Dumbledore. He took over for oh. me. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Famously, my dying words were, anyone but Gambon. Well, thank you all of our friends uh, that have come out. My favorite Looney Tune is Speedy Gonzalez. You didn't ask. Oh, sorry. Oh, why why is that? I like his hat, and I like that he runs fast. I always wanted to run fast. You think, like, you could cast a spell? I guess you're not, you're not... Technically, at this point, um, I'm the ghost of Richard Harris. Oh, okay. Got it. I don't have ghost Uh, magics. Do you have more magic than you did when you were Dumbledore? Or is it kind of like just different kind of magic? I mean, canonically, yes, because I was a real man with no magic. And now I'm a ghost who's inherently magic. You weren't weren't actually Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. I do haunt the castle where they filmed Harry Potter, though. That makes a lot of sense. I can't pass on until they reshoot all of the movies with me as Dumbledore again. Or until I'm credited on Detective Pikachu for guessing the whole plot. Well, I got bad news for you about, like, uh, 
future Harry Potter movies. I don't know if they're going to happen. Oh, no. I'm so tired. Goodbye. Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) He just kind of left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Crick Reaper left too. Oddly, he didn't. Yeah, uh, Reaper oh, kind of goes. Richard Harris it. hate each other. They hate they each can't other. Be in the same uh, room. As, yeah, yeah. Not since they last really, year's they, Christmas party. Yeah, it, uh, they really snubbed each other at the Oscars. Uh, they snubbed each too. other at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a big Oscars pool last year for equalizers, and Richard Harris didn't put Crypt Keeper as best supporting character, and Crypt yeah. Keeper didn't put Richard Harris as best supporting character, and like it's yeah. been bad blood ever since. Yeah, and oddly, like, um, neither of them won for best undead person in mm-hmm. in a in, in a, a podcast movie in a podcast. Um, that goes to Doug Jones for playing Billy from uh, Hocus Pocus. From, uh, Hocus Pocus. Yep. Yeah. God. Well, as the credits wrap up here, uh, I don't know. I assume we're both waiting. I'm waiting to see if there's a post credit scene. I assume. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for too. Okay. Um. um but yeah, in all ser- in all realness, though, mm-hmm. um, not that all this was real. This oh, yeah. was real. We had a lot of real. our friends so in the studio real. today. Yeah. Um, uh, this movie is something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I'll say as far as like the first Space Jam goes, it's longer and a little like. It's a little longer and more meandering than the first space jam but like approximately the same i'd say to some regard like it doesn't it's not spiritually it doesn't feel like a space jam sequel but like i don't know it just really feels like they counted on ready player one being a way bigger smash hit than it was yeah it it, it's kind of um it's kind of because we're never going to talk about this like any other time, but like it is kind of, I, I don't know. It, it they made like a lot of odd choices to me. Like I talked about, like oh, like they chose some properties to include in this, and mm-hmm. they chose the most buck wild ones, like Clockwork Orange, uh, yeah, freaking um, it, uh, the Nun. Like, why are those characters in the background, and why wouldn't they like? Like, Cartoon Network characters, or like something that would like actually kid related. That didn't I make any sense. To I me. get that. Also, they're trying to draw in an older crowd, but I'm going to draw a strange parallel to this in Toy Story Three, which was a movie for children that was also like for adults who grew up with like I was the exact right demographic for Toy Story Three. Like I want to see yeah. it, but to- the first Toy Story was like my jam. I watched that movie mm-hmm. so many times, and so the idea, and I was also the same age as Andy was in the third movie like i was just after my freshman year of college so the idea of like getting rid of a bunch of your old stuff because you're going to college was like something that i had just kind of gone through so like this was i was the exact audience for this movie but it was also a kid's movie and there was like some heavier adult stuff like i i always tell the story of the for there's a bit where something sad is happening i don't think it's in the garbage disposal like a grinder where they all hold hands basically accepting death but it's something kind of sad where everyone was like, are they actually going to kill them? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sad. And I can't remember what happened, but either I thought something or there was like a little something on screen that maybe I just went like kind of like laughing. And this little like five-year-old kid in front of me turned on tears streaming down his face and just looked at me like, you're a monster. <laughs> but it, yeah. it feels like this movie is trying not in like emotion wise to strike that same balance of a movie for kids, 
but with stuff for adults. Like Disney's famous for making movies for kids with jokes for adults. My my clap back at that though is that like Jabberjaw, Space Ghost, like um, yeah, I saw the, the wacky racers in there, like some it, deep. It's cuts. like stuff that's not necessarily referenced to us would be more referenced to our parents, and like we're thirty years old, right? Yeah. Like so, like where is the Dexter's Lab? Where is the where is all that stuff? Like like right. that would be I mean, more referenced to us as adults, right? I like, don't necessarily mean uh, our demographic of adult. I mean like I get the like using adult films like a Clockwork Orange. A sure. Game of Thrones stuff to pull yeah, in wider demographics, and I just because Toy Story was a similar thing. It just it was mm-hmm. two very specific demographics. This seems like they're trying to pull the gamut to Space Jam: A New Legacy, but it's also so lazily done. Yeah. Like I, I made a lot of jokes about the Walmart like kind of like mm-hmm. costumes and stuff. It it's really bad. Like it's if you look bad. at them, like they look like they're not the characters, but people out on Halloween and playing the characters. I also think that's, like, cause there's, that's why they pulled in regular people as well, I think, was just because, like, we don't have that many costumes. We just need people in regular clothes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's fucking wild. Um, yeah, yeah and funny. I made a lot of jokes. I made a lot of jokes about, like, the plot between, like, LeBron and his son and, like, the lesson. I'm like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, it makes a lot yeah. of sense for, like, a lesson of... At least it has a lesson, I guess. But it's just, like... Yeah. I don't know. Um, it works as I think a premise the, I think it's if also... he didn't clearly learn that lesson three different times in the movie, and then the very mm-hmm. end is where it like finally clicked or whatever. It was like, yeah, but you already kind of figured this out like twice now. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I also don't like how it is shot either. Um, mm-hmm. Even like the stuff on the basketball court when they're playing the game, it seems very like kind of close up like it's like zoomed in just a little bit like and they kind of like filled out the space any available space with something i get a little distracted like throughout the entire game i'm not watching what's happening with the characters playing the game i'm looking in the background yeah at like everyone waving and like like going wild people are going like the crowd's going wild even when there's nothing going on right you well, know what's the so. thing about the first looney tunes or the first um space jam a lot of the background's pretty static. There's just like flashing bulbs or whatever. Like yeah. that signifies an active audience. This is like an actual active audience that it's just like drawing your attention. And because a lot of them are references, you're constantly looking for new ones and yeah. not paying attention to the actual fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So overall, I think we're kind of like going on for a while, but like yeah. overall, not great. No. In my in my doesn't hit it. Kids will probably like the movie. I probably, maybe, I don't know. Um, I mean, even adults but, are giving it mixed reviews, so I think it's doing okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we just contributed to its somewhat financial success. Yeah. Um, they made some choices, some bold choices, and you know what? I'll give them that credit, that they made some bold out there choices. If there are some choices in the film that you have questions about, don't hesitate to at, uh, to tweet us or email us at uh, Ingranata or Equalize or Ingranata. Don't hesitate Ingrinata. to tweet Go at ahead. us. Tweet at us at the Equalizers or Equalizers at gmail.com. We'll get those to um, Daniel HBO Max and we'll maybe do a short bonus follow-up if people uh, have some questions that they want answered by him or any of our fun uh, cast of friends and associates here. Yeah, uh, we'll feel free to text. email HBO and ask them what happened, <laughs> and ask for Daniel HBO Max. This was by name, uh, make sure by name. Yeah. Um. So, 
anyway, I think we should wrap up here. Yeah. Uh, so that is the live commentary on Space Jam, A New Legacy. As you are hearing this, we are probably just a few days away from releasing Stick It 2 featuring friend and Avenger Jackson Eflin. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to also once again apologize for a Space Jam of their own. Uh, turns out I realized about an hour after recording that that this was coming up in a few days or at least a week. So It's a Space totally Jam week, up. baby. Yeah. It's a Space Jam Sp- week. It's just was it it's a space jam state of mind but it's it's everybody's favorite time of year space jam ness yep happy space jam okay. magnuson yes yeah well, hey my voice isn't too bad no that's I, just a random comment yeah that's just I a random comment that i have i assumed it was bad considering you really let daniel do a lot of the talking and didn't uh too much i assumed your voice was just bad today yeah yeah yeah. i i, I just enjoyed the movie i was just enjoying the movie you know i didn't mm. talk that much well now i know that's uh, a lie yeah <laughs> shattered the illusion with that lie before that everyone was buying it <laughs> all right well for the equalizers i'm madison jones i'm mike noel <laughs>